Don't you turn against me. I felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. You thunder against me! You have done that yourself! Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast. Your one-stop shop for all Star Wars controversies in the Star Wars universe. I'm your host, Alex, and welcome to part one of our Mandalorian reaction episode to season two, episode five, The Jedi. Today is a special episode as we are introducing a new correspondent to the podcast, Sarah, who will periodically pop up on the show whenever she has some Star Wars related content she would like to discuss. And here we go. This is where the fun begins. Oh my gosh. What an episode, folks. What an episode. Grogu, we have a name! We have a name! We have a name! Oh, yeah. oh. It's just kind of us talking. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how you do this. <gasps> that that means you're not listening to my podcast. <laughs> Got her there, folks. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting in an episode. No. No. I was thinking maybe by the end we might, like, that would be the cliffhanger for the next episode. Like, if I was we thinking, see her, yeah. Yeah, if we saw her at all. Because, again, yep. before the episode I was preparing, like, he's going to get pulled over and on a side quest. And we're not going to see her for another couple episodes because he's going to, something's going to happen and he's going to get delayed. Yep. But the fact that we got her in, like, the first, the first two minutes. Yeah, that we got her in the prologue. I was, oh. I was just like, oh, my gosh. This is, we're buckling in for a different, different episode than I was expecting. Very much agree. Oh, man. So what what did you think of Rosario as Ahsoka? I thought she did a really good job. I think she fits the part really well. Okay. I was impressed with her leku, or if that's what they're called. Yeah, that's her. Well, Cause, that's cause a twi'lek. That's twi'lek, so I don't know exactly what hers are called. But I was impressed with like how real they looked like there were times where they were like yep those are not real yeah, i was gonna but, say that the, the one had a, a pretty big crease in it yeah, at times like and it yeah, took me no, out of it a little bit. right no and those i would agree but like from everything that i've seen of like the cosplaying and stuff like that like that was the most realistic i think you could have gotten without like going full cgi and yes. i and i very much applaud them for not going cgi well, I was gonna say in, in the in the prologue like it looked really good and i think yeah. it's because you had some really bright light situations yeah that like, like that crease in the one showed up more but i thought she looked really good yes i thought she looked really good part, yeah. part of me is not and again it's like i'm really glad that they kept rosario's voice because i know some yep. folks were in favor Hopefully of ashley Eckstein. ashley Eckstein voicing yeah, it yep. but i'm glad that they kept rosario because you know as a so you know, most folks, as they age, their voices get change. deeper yep. or, and change a little bit. So I was glad for that. I think there was parts of Ahsoka that Rosario did really well. And then mm-hmm. there's a few parts. Again, maybe it's just me. Like, my brain can't fully process that we're getting a live action Ahsoka Tano. But mm-hmm. it seemed, she seemed a little disconnected. I would agree. I would say, and this is where 
we're going to be different is because mm-hmm. like you you love Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, I have a very strong like very strong connection. connection to her. Yeah. I honestly thought that Rosario did a better job of being Ahsoka Tano in what she needed to be here. Cuz like to me I what what Rosario did here, I can't see like the way she interacted with the child and like so genuinely and stuff like that like for me for some reason I can't connect the I feel like for some reason I can't see Ashley Eckstein sounding so genuine like and I don't know why I but like I just can't see the animated Ahsoka Well it, to me it's, it's a little being, bit of a difference and cuz you got glimpses of Ahsoka in kind of this manner in um Rebels where it's like she's grown out and she's come more into her own. Right. And, and there's a little bit of a distance because she's just observing and processing things as as a so called the white. Right. And and that's where I will say and again, I guess that's also a piece of it, is that she's actually a Soka the White now. So like she came out of so she's probably grown a lot since Rebels because she came back and survived the um encounter with Vader. Right, and, like, and so I mean, we have no idea really what happens to her after, after that. That because I, cause, yeah, because I did not. I will say like her when they attempted to have her like be relatable to like Ezra and stuff like that in Rebels. I didn't feel it. I was like, this seems a little forced. Sure. Um, ha ha and, ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> uh, but but in this, I very much got like she is. I hate to say it, and I know I'm gonna might get a little hate, but like I like this this Ahsoka Tano. A lot like i like i've i've enjoyed ahsoka tano before but i've never seen like the huge like oh my gosh it's ahsoka tano i love her other than she's a, a force user and cool and like that's what uh young girls can relate to i i get that mm-hmm. but like this ahsoka tano i was like oh my gosh like i like this a lot i can get with this this is like a wise jedi ahsoka tano because with ahsoka tano again you're introduced with her in clone wars and my personal opinion, you don't really see her grow up a ton. Like she's constantly making those small little mistakes and and stuff like that throughout the Clone Wars. And then like season seven happens and then she's like super powerful. And I'm like, where did this shift happen? And I don't know, for some reason, I liked it a lot better. I liked it a lot here. Well, I'm glad you really liked it. And that's not to say that I didn't like it. Right. I, again, I think part of it is my brain is processing like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Yeah. Oh, no. This is crazy. Because she, she was in the entire episode. I thought it was going to be like a, a Boba Fett thing where we're not getting Boba Fett again. I, I, I'm I saying it now. He's gone. He's not coming back in the, in the, in the really? series. Really? Oh, yeah. No, we're not getting him back. It was, it was literally just to show you all, hey, look, he's there. Wow. Wow. What? Wow. Yeah. No, that is that is my, my statement. So, like, I thought it was going to be a Boba Fett type of thing. And she was just going to, like, pop up and that kind of thing. I will say, and I'm, I'm probably going to be in, in the minority here, but I, I was not the biggest fan of her direct callback to Anakin. Of, like, I've seen, like, I like the, I've seen what this done to Jedi, but then her, like, deliberate, the best of us. And I'm like, Anakin is not. Oh no! Like, See, I really love that. I moment. know, and that I'm like, I love that moment. Yes, so that's where I'm saying I'm in the minority here. But I was just like, Anakin was not the best of you. I'm sorry. Like, I know you love him, and I know that's in relationship, but I'm like, that's no. <laughs> but 
no, I know you love that moment, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who love that moment. But yeah, so. No, see, now that you kind of talk about it a little bit, I can see glimpses of Ahsoka's portrayal here very paralleling to what we see of her in the Siege of Mandalore in season seven because there's a little bit of like i've learned i've grown i'm a little aloof because i've been burned before Mm -hmm. or like in in part i was kind of surprised because everyone kept calling her the jedi and she didn't she didn't say no she didn't say no she didn't say i'm not a jedi yeah because i was kind of expecting basically that line from the twilight of the apprentice of like i'm not a jedi or i'm no jedi especially in the prologue but we never got that so she never said you know i'm not a jedi and i i think that's what surprised me the most of this is she either went along with it or she's accepted that mantle maybe after her time with Kanan and Nevra. I don't think she's accepted the mantle because, and the, and the way, the reason I say that is because she says, cause she never calls herself a Jedi. No, she never calls herself a Jedi. And at the end, she's like, if you put him on this mantle, put him on this, on the seeing stone, maybe a Jedi will come. So I think more it's, mm. she's, I, I think she's more she and she's like there's not a lot of Jedi left left and I I view that as like she's embracing what people call her just like using that to her advantage not mm-hmm. necessarily like she would I don't think she would specifically call herself I'm a Jedi right because she's like, never said she never said those words right and like she, in, if right it's I think she's just accepting the fear that that like the Jedi can instill on people. And like the like, she's a force user, and so people don't know the difference. Like again, there's so few of them. If you use the force, you're a Jedi. In this time period, right, right. So it's like she's just not gonna go around to every person. I'm not a Jedi. I'm not a Jedi. I'm not a Jedi. So that that's my take on it. No, I. So do you think that's part of the reason, or the main reason, she doesn't want to train Grogu? No. So so. Is it just because he has the strong attachment she doesn't want to or because because part of me was like, well, she doesn't want to train him because she herself disavows the Jedi. So she's not going to want to train him in the Jedi way. Like she could maybe help him harness his force abilities and train him or teach him that choking people is wrong. Um, But if, you know, if she herself has issues with the Jedi path, she may not want to teach him to go down the Jedi path. I would say I don't think that's necessary i don't think it's because she's not a jedi that she's doing it i think it may be that she doesn't think she's like strong enough or Mm. like doesn't know like because she so again it might be that she doesn't view herself as a jedi so she's like i'm not strong enough or i'm not a teacher like i've never taught anyone before so i don't have Mm -hmm. i mean she taught ezra a little bit a little right but but it's not like this is a brand new case and this is a case who has a ton of fear in him that True, of, yes. of, like, and that, and that's what I think. Like, I think the fear is what really scared her away from him. Well, and because I, I, yeah. Cause it's like with Ezra, she's coming more in as like a blank slate. Well, no. Of. Cause I mean like Kanan had been training Ezra for a, a little, little while, while too. Yeah. So she's just like, yeah, you're going to listen to Kanan, but you know, kind of like the, like a, another fun respected adult. She's like, I'm just going to come in and give you a side lesson here. You give you like, like some you, tips. You, yeah. you're, you're going to you know follow Kanan because he is your master. And he, yeah, and he's kind of accepted that mantle. But, like, yeah, I feel like she's still, also, again, I think she's still on that hunt. I don't think she wants to get off of that hunt. No. And yeah. I, I called that from season, like, the before this season started, I was like, she is literally going to pop in here 
just to say she's still looking for Ezra. Ezra. And with that, Admiral, where is your master? And you're like, oh, what master is she talking about? Yeah, because at first I, I thought she's like, the, like, well, is the lady a Sith? And I'm like, no, she's not a Sith. No. So maybe she's looking for uh, Moff Gideon. Gideon. That's what I was going to be like, oh, man. she's that's... helping Bo-Katan try to right. get the Darksaber back. And that's what I was going to be like, okay, so she's going to be here. And, like, it's going to be, we're going to be floating. And so then Ahsoka's going to be with us the rest of the season. Cause she's looking for Moff Gideon to help Bo-Katan. And then she goes... Where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? And I'm just like, I knew it! I knew it! She's still looking for Ezra! Now, the question becomes, do we get Sabine now? Because they're... We, maybe, oh. we don't, maybe we don't get Sabine. I'm kind of okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. But, like, maybe we don't get Sabine. Because we've now... is She's gonna go off. Because I think a lot of people thought that uh, Sasha, the Sasha Banks character was going to be Sabine. Which I don't understand at all. Like No, 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 no. They thought she was going to be. Not saying that they think she is. No, but, like, I... Like, because that's who was with Bo-Katan, right? Yeah. No, I never thought that that was Sabine. Again, I know. I'm not saying people thought... There are some people who thought she was Sabine. I'm saying when people heard that Sasha Banks was cast, they thought she was going to be Sabine. Okay. And then when they saw it, they're like, okay, that's not Sabine. So where is she? She's going to come okay. in with okay. here. Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. Not that... But there are some people who, like, who thought that you looked at her and you're like, they don't give her a name no, in the episode. Yeah, she, I mean, like, apparently she does have a name, but, like, it's in the credits. It's not actually... No, I would be... give her a name. I mean, so. I'm not gonna count it out, but I would be a little surprised if we got Sabine. I would be, too. I'm now semi-tempted to accept uh, the rumors that Ethan has heard. What what rumors are those? Ethan has heard rumors that Luke Skywalker shows up. What? And I was like, "There's no way that happens." But now she's like, "Put him on a pedestal, People and a Jedi will come." Jedi. And then yeah. I'm just like, "If Luke doesn't feel that, I don't know what what what's going on with oh him." Oh my gosh! So um, that's wow. My initial thoughts of him not being of like, "There's no way they bring in Luke," but I'm just like. Maybe they do now. I don't know. So, uh, so that gets me down another rabbit hole. Like, do they cast someone else to be Luke, or do they yes. do the CGI no, like they did in Rise the... of Skywalker? Yeah, I don't know. Because to be fair, like if it's short enough and dark enough, like they could CGI. It, him. Yeah, they yeah. could CGI him in. Do the CGI. Yeah. And yeah, because Mark's voice sounds close enough to when he. Oh yeah, like, like he can do anything yeah. with his voice. He's amazing. Yeah, so, like, yeah. he can voice it, and it'll be, like, I'm not saying that's what I want, but, like, yeah, no. that that's what, they no, knowing do. how people got upset when Alden Ehrenreich stepped in as Han Solo and Solo, yes, and there was a lot of people, like, you can't recast Leia after Carrie passed. Yep. Like, yeah, no. Luke's I'd... the only one that, that's not been touched in that way. Yeah. And that's why I say, like, there's no way he can be there. But So so they might be introducing another Jedi or something. Because there's... I, be. Yeah, they've be. got... Because I'm just like, I don't know... Oh, what I could see, possibly. And I would be okay with this. If, like, if we saw Luke, and I'm doing air quotes right now, but, like, if we saw Luke, of like, we saw hit the back, like, we saw his... If, for instance, he gets put on the, the whatever you call it, Seeing the, the seeing stone and then everything happens in that episode and then like episode and episode ends as like the razor crest and new jedi or whatever are flying off and then we just see fly off one direction and then we see 
X-Wing just fly down of, like, he felt something, so he's coming to investigate. And you're like, that's Luke. And then that's the Luke that you see. Or, like, you see the backdrop of, like, Luke's head. Of, like, a... Like, or, like, that... I would be good with, like, a cloak. Or, or a cloak, yeah, something. Yeah. Of, like, you're like, that's probably... That's Luke. Right that's there. Luke. He's, look- he's, like, coming to investigate this temple because he felt something. Well, I mean, because yeah. you, you could even do the lightsaber. Like, if he ignites his lightsaber to come in and inspect, you know, have a little bit of light and have his right. protection ready. Like, we all know what Luke's lightsaber looks like. So between right. the cloak and that lightsaber, like... Or, yeah, you could literally do the cloak and then just do a close-up on, like, his lightsaber on his belt. Yep. And, yeah. yeah. And, and you'd be like, and you're like that's, Luke. that's Luke there. He's investigating. Awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. But, like, I don't see them making him a character. I don't... I don't feel they could, and I don't think it would be do justice to either the characters here, because... Yeah, like, I agree. I will say I'm glad she's only in one episode so far. Well, like, that, and that that's what, what one of the pieces I wanted to ask you is, do you think she's going to come back? Because I have a feeling she's going to come back later. At some point, Whether yes. it's this season or next season. And, and it's like, does she come back because she sees what, or hears what the Empire's trying to do with him? And she's like, well, I can help protect him, or he still needs training, even though I don't think I can train him the best. But it's like, I don't... I really don't feel we've seen the last of her, so it's just in what no. capacity does she come back? Agreed. I, I very much agree. I will say the thing I didn't like, and this is again, but I will say, and it's not, I didn't like with Ahsoka, but it's because of where she was trained and how she was trained. So it's not like they did a bad job writing it. But I didn't like how she was like, he's got too much fear. And like, this is literally what happened with Anakin. Of he's got too much fear, we don't want to train him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, he has to be... Tra- like, he's already going down the... Do- we've, we've already... And granted, she hasn't seen it. But, like, we've seen him go down the dark a little bit. Of, like, choking Cardoon And stuff like that. And, like, he needs training or he will go dark. Like, it's that kind of... Mm-hmm. My feeling of... You're just banishing him. Like, okay, yep, you're done. I'm not gonna train you and his powers will fade. And I'm like... Um, from what we've seen, well, how powerful he is, and it's not going to fade. That's what intrigues me the most, because that's, I think, the first I've heard is, like, if you don't get training, your powers fade. Yeah, I think I've heard stuff like that. It's basically, like, learning a second language and stuff like that. You don't use it, you lose it. That kind of thing. Right, but then, but see, like, that kind of flies in the face of, like, Ezra Bridger. Because he wasn't, he didn't get, start getting trained until he was like 15, 16 years old. Correct. But again, she, they're talking, I think, more of this baby Yoda is going to be, I'm sorry, Gregor. Is it Gregor? Grogu. Grogu, sorry. Gregor. Grogu. That's too, sorry. that's too pedestrian. Yeah. Grogu, Grogu is like 50 years already. And so he's going to live for like another 900. And so it's like things will fade. So with, like, humans, I don't know if it necessarily fades, but it's like, if you're not using it, you don't know. Right, because, I mean, like, Luke started his training when he was, like, 18, 19. Yeah, 18, 19, old. and he was able to make it strong. But, again, he wasn't using anything. And also, he was a child of, of the... He was a child of Jesus and whatever. Yes, so. all that jazz. Yeah. It's not, but, a, not a great example. But, yeah, like, with no, Ezra that Bridger. Is, no, yeah. I, to yeah. me, it's Ezra, a little bit more equated with Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger, yes. Of, yeah, he's kind of been lucky all the time and stuff like that so mm-hmm. but yeah so no i'm i'm very excited it was a crazy episode yeah i like that dave directed it it makes me feel better about having ahsoka in there that he wrote it and directed it. and i know you're not a huge 
Dave Filoni fan. Mm -hmm. But, like, I am glad that he at least got the first episode with her. You know, if other directors pick her up and write her into other episodes. But, like, I'm glad that our first on-screen representation of Ahsoka was Dave's baby. I'm good with that, yes. What I don't want is that. I don't want it just to be every time she's on screen, he directs. He's writing everything. Like, I... Like, I, I can understand him, like, whatever, whenever she appears on screen, like, him having... Credit, yes. Yeah, he can have credit of, like, like reviewing credit, something reviewing. of, like... Yes, but, like, that's the thing, and this is where I'm gonna get in trouble with people, is that, yeah, it's his baby, but, like, other people can give a representation of her. Like, mm -hmm. get a woman in there. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm like it's a guy yeah, writing Bryce, a girl. If like, Bryce Dallas Howard directed an Ahsoka episode. That would be amazing. But I I'm would like, love that. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, I understand, like, Dave, like Dave you made her, and that's great, and, and you feel very protective of her. But, like, at get a point, woman to write for her. Right, like, gonna, at, at some point, we all need to let our children go. Right, and the one time we let a woman write for her... You erased that with the Soka book. Like, yeah. like you're just like, yep, that didn't happen. Like, yeah. so I'm just, that's where I'm like, okay, I get it. It's Dave's baby or child or whatever. But like, yeah, you have to let your, your child go. You have to let other people play with your toys, I guess. If that's, I mean, that's a terrible, but I'm just like. Right. Well, we talk about the, the sandbox of Star Wars. Yeah, it's a sandbox. Like, you have to play with you have yeah, to let you, other people play with it you can't be so protective of her like i can understand having like final approval on everything yeah like that's that's fine but like let other people play with her she's a great character she needs to be divulged and and played with and well used. yes yeah because she she's so complex and so many people have attachments and feelings with her as they've grown with her through clone wars and rebels and and this and so like i said i'm i'm fine with him establishing, you know, here's how, you know, she looks or walks and talks in mm -hmm. live action. So we have that base to go from. Right. But it's like, you know, the in the minds and other people's eyes of the, the greatness that Ahsoka is capable of. How amazing would it be for, like, a young writer who grew up with Ahsoka yeah. to write Ahsoka? Like, that would be, um, that would be mind-blown. That I would, would be amazing. That. But I'm like, you can't have that if Dave is doing everything. Right. And so it's just like, you have to let it go. And like, you can say like, yes, you have final approval or whatever, but mm -hmm. like, let somebody else write and let somebody else have a good idea with her. I understand however way, a long way down the line, if you want to remove her from the story, be that she just naturally passes like Yoda, be that you kill her off in some way, be that something happens. I understand him being like, I want to have to say to write that. But again, right. But it's like that's right. We, we we set up the parameters of like here's you know what we know of Ahsoka in the timeline. It, to me, it's it's a safe space to play around in yet. Right. And yeah. and it's like I think anyone who knows Star Wars knows that we're not going to kill Ahsoka off yet. In part because we got the whole allusion to the Where's Ezra Bridger hunt. Right. And it's like we're not going to again. I know we talked a little bit, a little bit about this off the pod, but yeah. it's like. Yeah, Ahsoka is eventually going to have to die because we're all living beings. And, right. And that, but to me, you can't, and I know we jump around in the timeline, but you can't kill her off until we've had the introduction of our Where is Ezra Bridger series. Yeah. And in and, and what, and whatever shape that takes. That's where, yeah, that's where so I So it's was... like once we've had the establishment of, you know, here's our Where's Ezra Bridger series, then we could maybe toy around with like, 
okay, maybe Ahsoka died closer to the time of the rise of Skywalker or... Or before The Force Awakens or, or something. something. Yeah. And something like that. But, I mean, to me, we're not going to look at that door until that happens. No, and I would agree. And that's why a lot... That's why I found it funny when a lot of people were, like, super afraid online that they were going to... A lot of people were afraid of men of Ahsoka coming into the series because they were they thought that they were going to martyr her. Well, I mean, and, to be and, fair, like, and, when she was battling the 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 mistress... Yep. I, I got nervous. I, I got nervous. But I, I think it was more it, just, like, the cinematic the setup. The cinematic setup. I wasn't actually nervous either, though, because, like, I was... I saw it, and I'm like, maybe she gets stabbed. But then I was like, we've got Baby Yoda with healing powers. Oh, see, I didn't even think I, of that. That's, I wanted to point that out to you, but I was that. just like, nope, nope. We've got Baby Yoda with healing powers back here. And we brought Ben Solo back to life, so... Yeah, he yeah like, he was stabbed full in the core with a, with a lightsaber. And I don't know what a stab in the stomach like Beskar would do, but I mean but it would obviously it's, hurt. It's the same, but. like it's the same. But then we also brought Let Ray back to life from the dead. Yeah, so. she was straight up dead. So yeah, that's a problem. Well, we're not talking about that right now. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Mandalorian. Yes, but I'm. But yes, so I was yeah. not. I was no. not afraid for her. I will say, I don't know why, or and I do know why because it's because. Like she has the force, but I was a little disappointed in how long it took her to take on the mistress lady. Because I'm like, this is Ahsoka fighting a normal person. Why is she not just? Well, it's just the sheer number of guns. No, no, no. Just that, like when there were two, the two of them dueling. Yeah, but the woman was always surrounded by guns. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she was. When they're fighting, literally with lightsaber and spear. No, they're not. No, but, that's but, what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not. I had no problem with the sheer number of guns of like her getting in there. I'm saying when they were the two of them were fighting with the spear, I was like, "Why are you not just ending this? Like, what? Like, you have the force, she doesn't. Like, why don't but you?" But again, just... you need that information. She needs the information of where is Grand Admiral Thrawn. You can't just. Yeah, I guess. But like, Which you, you could was... literally just pick her up and just like be like, "Give me what I want." But that's not her way. <laughs> that is not. That is so tr- not. That is just writing of we want a, a dramatic fight. Okay, but like to be fair, we've also not had a whole lot of females fighting each other in Star True, Wars. true, 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 true. I did like it. Like yeah. I thought that was really cool and that we had a strong character to do that. But again, it's I would have had this this problem. I have this problem in like Rebels and like Clone Wars and stuff where it's like a normal person is taking on a Jedi. And I'm just like, why, why? This is this this is not this should not be happening. The Jedi should just be walking the floor with you. Like this tells me you're not a very good Jedi. <laughs> sure. So. Okay. No, I was surprised we got Thrawn dropped. Yep. Like so, then p- part of me is my head is like, are we going to get Thrawn live action here before Mandalorian ends? The I'm talking the whole series mm. wise versus the season because we've we've been confirmed we're renewed for another two. Yep. So I'm like maybe Thrawn shows up in season four. Um, but that kind of blows my mind yeah. that we got that dropped because I, I love Thrawn. Yep. Yeah. No, Thrawn's amazing. Now question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if he does come back, what do you think he does? Does he join the empire? It's a great question. Because I personally don't think he would. I think if he comes back, unless unless he's back now, which is like what she's saying, 
what I feel like she's implying with that of like, where is your master of like, I don't know how she knows that. Cause so unless he's back right now and maybe Thrawn is pulling the strings with Gideon, he may be and stuff like that. But I'm just like, if he's not back now, if it's all kind of a, like he's still off with Ezra, then I, I would think, and I would hope that he would come back and be like, the, the galaxy's in shambles. I got to go back to the Chiss. Right. See, that's why I don't think he would join the Empire because yeah. in the the treason, so the last book of the first Thrawn trilogy in the new Lucasfilm era, mm-hmm. if you can follow that mm-hmm. train of thought, you could see the fractures of like, the, there was something going on with the Chiss and like he felt he needed to go back to the Chiss. Mm-hmm. But then obviously like you don't want to uh, upset Emperor Palpatine. Um, so to me, and part of me thinks in, in his time with Ezra Bridger, like he's not going to go back to the empire. Cause again, his first priority is the Chiss Ascendancy. So yep. part of me is like, he's, he's going to try to convince Ezra to join the Chiss Ascendancy like he did Eli in the books. Maybe that's where they are. Right. And I, yeah. and I, I, I kind of think that is where they are. So like, if we get Thrawn back, it's because like... I don't know, he's either trying to recruit more people for the Chiss, or you you have the, the, the threat in the chaos. Yep. And there's something big going on in, in, the, chaos. in the chaos. Yep. Um, And we still don't know what that is, but if he's trying to get to The get chaos help, is the unknown regions called by the by the Chiss, just an FYI to everybody. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good clarification. But yeah, so we, we don't know what that is, and if he comes back in and especially sees, you know, there's not really... You know, the, the New Republic is still trying to gain strength, and so there's not really a good power hold yet mm-hmm. in, in our known galaxy. So I could see him trying to come back in, and he's like, hey, we're kind of starting over, so now would be a really good time to try to form an alliance and, you know, point to some of the issues in the, the unknown region's chaos. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, the Republic had no time for that. Yeah. But... Who knows? I, we're, we're getting really down a speculative circle here. One of the things I really wanted to bring up, and it kind of makes sense a little bit to me with Dave Filoni directing this episode and writing this episode, is how much that little village felt like Bossing Say from Avatar The Last Airbender. I would agree. Yeah. because And especially once we got to see the inside of where the, the magistrate or the mistress lived, I'm mm-hmm. like, yep, this is definitely... It's definitely lifted from Avatar. Yeah. But I'm totally okay with that. Oh, yeah. So I, I I kind of appreciated that that nod. Yep. So all right. Thank you very much for listening. Well, I still have more to say. You have more to say. Oh my gosh, keep going then. Yeah. Wait. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No. I also really liked because I know listening to some other podcasters' reactions to um, Mandalorian episodes, there you know, some people are like, you know, well if baby Yoda's fifty years old, he would have had to have been alive during all of the events of the prequels and the clone wars and like where was he and i i really liked that ahsoka's like yeah he was being trained by the jedi and then order 66 happened and he was hidden and taken away and then his memory goes fuzzy and i totally get that with like trauma and whatever or if or whatever like the jedi trying to fuzz his his brain and and, and they may have done that but now i'm super curious of like who took him from the temple who hid him where has he been in in you know roughly the 20 20 ish 25 years mm-hmm. between the events of you know between order 66 and 
Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, and that, and we might get that in like flashbacks. That would be amazing. And I to would, me, and, and yeah. especially if a, a Jedi trains him, because you're gonna want to try to clear some clear of that minds, fear and yeah. attachment, and so yeah. we're gonna get flashbacks from Baby Yoda's perspective of some of those those horrors of like yeah of like Order sixty six hidden like that that because I will say I'm really tired of Order sixty six of just keep let's keep going back to that story but but it, this, it, it's, it, it's it's it it would be a new perspective yeah of like versus just let's watch all these Jedi get killed or let's watch my master get killed and stuff like that but like this is literally like a tiny child and it's being rushed out and hidden and stuff like that so no i would be very that makes me curious that. then like how many other because i'm assuming you know grogu was even more baby at that point so i don't know what training looks like for you know the equivalent of like a one or two year old but that's probably what it was so if there's other you know baby jedi in the nursery like did all of those babies get taken and hidden away somewhere too and and so to me it's like was it just this was it just grogu because of his force abilities or were other babies kind of hidden away kind of like in a world war ii is the best example of the you know you send the kids away hide the kids away yep. i would say i don't necessarily think that because i don't think he was getting the kind of like one or two year old training because they don't usually pick up kids until they're like at least toddlers or like babies and like and right and, and, and start so, training and, them because i think because i think he is a lot older in his mind than he is that we see because like the fact that he was talking to, to ahsoka tano through their mind and she's like yep and i and he she's like yep we're talking and he told me all this stuff and and stuff like that to me i think his brain is a lot older than his body like again it's, it's that he's he's developing his body develops slower mm -hmm. and so but his brain like he was he's a 50 year old so like yes, he's still like who's all the yeah, I want the ball and blah blah blah. I'm like yeah, but he also can communicate very well. But and, the, but that's also a little bit of like Yoda too, because like even when Yoda yeah. was nine hundred, he is like ah, oh, this is the flashlight, yeah. Yeah, so maybe this species just has a thing for shiny objects. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. But I mean, that's all of us. Truth. Also, I maybe this is my last point. No, keep going. Um, like, I really love the name Grogu. Yeah. I think it fits so well, but a little part of me is disappointed it doesn't begin with a Y. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have the Yoda and Yaddle. And so, I, you know, I know people were hypothesizing it's going to be a Y name. Oh, that would be, a, that would have been amazing. But, but I really like the name Grogu. Grogu is really good. Yeah. I can't believe, yeah, we got a name. I we was so surprised name. by that. And how and casually, just, casually she dropped it. She's just like, yep. Grogu. Grogu. And and he's like, the kid. He's like, Grogu. Grogu. And then his just little face just goes, ah! You're talking, hey, about, you're talking about me? Hey, my name! Hey, you said it out loud! Oh, <gasps> uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Grogu. No, we're, I'm looking at uh, the one of the child plushes, and it's just like, yeah, you look at it, and it's like, you do look like a Grogu. One of my six child plushes. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, no, you, you do. You look like a Grogu. So. I, was, I was very happy with this episode. I don't think it's my favorite of the season so far. I really liked the previous two. Mm -hmm. And I will say, like, again, we're getting other stories. We're not, and I think that's why I'm liking it, is because, again, we're not just focusing on the Mandalorian. 
because every every episode up until I think it was last season or the last episode. So that's why I like the last episode so much is because you there was actually like five ten minutes. There's a five minute like th- five minutes of no no Mandalorian on the screen. Yeah, he was off. Screen. He was off screen like doing other stuff, and you're like, that's fine because it's just you're. And that's where I, th- I think they got into the, that habit of like, we're just going to keep giving you side quests because it's all about the Mandalorian. And now it's like, okay, we're trying to tell other stories within the Mandalorian show. I mean, I like that, but I could see some fans' frustrations of like, if you want a true Western following a, a BA Mandalorian, this series is kind of devolving from that because you're getting into some larger themes of the Empire and now we're getting really big into the Force and the Jedi and you have the thread with the dark saber, which connects with the Mandalorian culture. And you know, I want to get more of that and how Bo-Katan is trying to rebuild Mandalore after the purge. You got your gunslinger western in the first season. And when I and I certainly don't think we're done with that yet. Um, but I like that we're getting more of a plot. Yeah. I think I think that's one of the reasons I'm not a huge fan of westerns. It's because it's basically like here's the issue of the day we're going to tackle it, and it's not like you get a through thread of like. The development of the the sheriff or a marshal, right. or you don't you don't form attachments, and I, I kind of like I could see some fans not liking how much we are tying into the larger Star Wars universe because I think there's something to be said of wanting like a true standalone spinoff story of like yeah you have you have the taste and the flavor of Star Wars and maybe a reference here or there yeah but not being so tied in of like now we've got strong Empire ties in now we've got some strong Jedi tie ins. Um, I would just I would say I will disagree about the Empire times. The Jedi, yes. The fact that we're I think we are diving I think the series is slowly becoming less and less a anyone can watch it series. Yeah. I think the first seri- season was if you aren't have seen nothing of Star Wars, you can pick this up and watch it and like it. Now I think it is getting into a lot of the and and a lot of the like Easter egg type things because of and stuff like that. And I will say, I'm okay with this so far because it's not referencing anything like too deep. It's like well, and they they've explained everything that you need to so far, right? But and like so, we don't necessarily need a lot of Ahsoka's backstory to right. this point. And like with the dark saber, they explained enough of it. Like, you don't need to go back if you don't want to, but... Right, but I'm I'm more of saying, like, Ahsoka Tano. If you, it's pretty hard to be a Star Wars fan and not know who that is. And I'll, and it's, it's pretty hard to be a Star Wars fan and not know who Grand Admiral Thrawn is and stuff like that. So, I mean, there are people out there, but... I was gonna it's, say if you've only consumed movies, you only consume the movies, you're not gonna know who they are. Yes, right. But, so if this is your first venture into non-movie Star Wars, which I'm sure it, it is for quite a few folks out there. Correct. This is either your bridge to that larger world, your first step into a larger, larger world. world, or I mean, you get the flavor enough because, like, I know I watched with my parents, and my parents have only ever watched the movies, and I think we have one or two episodes left in the first season. And, you know, and I told them from the, the get-go, you know, we can pause whenever you want. After the episodes, we can talk and I can fill in gaps. And yep. they've not... Really, the only things they've needed to fill in are what happened in the episode because my dad can't hear me. Yep. No, and, <laughs> and I've, I've been watching them with my mom as well. I'm, I've made it through the first season with my mom and then I'm now 
once this season ends, I'll watch it, um, watch season two. And so that, that'll be very interesting to watch season two with my mom and she won't have any kind of background. Yeah. She's not really a, a Star Wars fan, but she's like, I'll watch them and I want to, I'm interested in that kind of stuff. But like, she hasn't seen any of the Clone Wars. Or, yeah. So it'll be interesting, um, especially because your mom wants to know, your mom is a person who wants to know and understand. Of uh, yes. So, that, yeah, like, what, if like, she's going to be satisfied with the explanations of, we so, get yeah, in the episodes. Like, who's this? Like, who's this open? Who's, who's, who's Grandad? Who is she talking about? Grandad Mathon and, and stuff like that. So it would be interesting to know if, like, if I, because she has me, and so that's she'll she'll ask that. But like, it would be like, if you didn't have me, would you be satisfied? Like, I'll ask her like after like, what did you think? Without any questions answered, and she'll get mad at me because <laughs> she's like, I can't decide if I like something until I've thought about it for a week. Yeah, yeah. But, no, so I, yeah, again, and that's where I'm going to be curious with my parents because my my dad especially. My mom's a little bit more like your mom of like wanting to know, but like my dad is pretty good about taking things at face mm-hmm. value. Yeah. And so I'll be curious. And again, what I had to explain was the mumbled parts in the first season. I'm like, we can turn on subtitles and you wouldn't have this issue, but he doesn't do that. I will say I I think that's a good thing in this season. Because I will say, especially during the Bo-Katan, when Bo-Katan was introduced, when I, I talked about this with Ethan a little bit, I was really upset when they just straight when she started talking and on the bottom it says Bo-Katan when she's talking oh really it, it tells you the name and I'm just like that's not cool like it get totally gets rid of like the reveal like yes you know you can sort of tell by the voice but like but again I know for fans for folks, for folks who don't know that. or but like but like with you too because you were I, I brought you up in that conversation because like we were watching it and I'm like you were like is that is that is it because you you couldn't fit, like it was kind of hard to tell but then once you took off the helmet you're like it's well, yeah, because like the markings on the helmet, I'm like, this really looks a lot like Bo-Katan. Yeah. Are we getting Bo-Katan? Are we getting Bo-Katan? But like, yeah. And then it's just like, she talks and then you're just like, oh, there, I guess. Yep. There's the reveal. Yeah. And so I'm like, just get rid of the names. You don't have to have the names. Yeah. But. No. So that, oh, that was. Whew. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be processing that one for a little while yet. I, yeah. I still can't believe we got Ahsoka in a whole episode like that. And we have a name. We have a name. Yeah. That's crazy. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Never tell us the odds. Never tell us the odds. Never tell me the odds. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Oh, really? You're cold? Don't you turn against me. I felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. You thunder against me! You have done that yourself! Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Shots, 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 shots.